Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. I'm here today with coach extraordinaire Robin Reader, uh, one of our top coaches at Pharos Athletic Club. Um, hey Robin. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I have a little bit of a cold, so bear with me, but I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you don't, don't sound too bad. It sounds too bad. Um, Robin, just for the people that don't know you, uh, I know you've been on the podcast before, but in case people didn't listen before, in case people don't know you from the club, let's let's give them a little bio of uh, of who you are. Okay. Um, Where do you want to so start? I've been with basically <laughs> since the beginning. Um, I've already, I've always been a member of the gym. I've taken classes. I always take classes. I'm like a class person through and through. Um, I did start at the gym by working at the front desk. I was very bad at it. (laughs) Yeah, you were terrible. I'm not a computer person. I am a people person, but like not in that way of like meeting and greeting, not like customer service. Um, Though I do think coaching is kind of customer service and it's, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it, it is. You know, you're on a, different, sure. on a different level with people than like greeting them. Um, and then I got sick with cancer and then I took a year, over a year off from any physical activity myself, coaching everything. During that time, I also had a child. So I was diagnosed when I was pregnant. Um, so I took a year, year and a half off. Um, I came back. I feel like I'm a better athlete. I'm a better coach and I'm stronger than ever. Um, It kind of now, like I did a podcast maybe a year ago, over a year ago. And like now looking back on that podcast and like looking back on like my experience, I feel like not that cancer made me a better athlete, but that I can really just be like, hey, look, you're not going to go to the Olympics or you're not going to go to the CrossFit games, but you can do the best that you can do. And like, I think I've, it's really helped me. Like it's yeah. really helped me zero on like keeping me in my own lane, like not caring what anyone else is doing. And I think I was really, and I think a lot of people at the gym, um, could benefit from that so much how well they're doing and um, comparing themselves to others. Mm. And I guess that's why I kind of like uh, Olympic weightlifting or weightlifting as I call it, because you know I'm just staying in my own lane. And I think that is why I decided like during the pandemic, I was like, oh, I'm gonna spend a lot of time just focusing on me and my own form. And then I realized, you know, I actually don't wanna perform in this sport. I want to coach people through this sport because I've learned so much and I want to help others. And I think that's where the barbell club kind of, it took a while to come to fruition, but we're yeah. here, we're in it. Let's, let's talk about this. So we've had the lift, as people know, we've had the lift program for a while yep. at Paris Athletic Club, which is the Olympic lifting program. Yep. And now it's evolved into the, the barbell club, um, which you've just started. If we can let people know, what is the difference between lift and the barbell club? So lift is our class. We offer, we did offer two times a week. We're now offering three times a week. So we have 
Tuesday nights at 5.15, now brand new Thursday nights at 5.15, and Sunday mornings at 8.30 with Coach Anna. Um, Lyft is basically a class, and this is really super important because a lot of people come to the class for the first time, and they're like, holy crap, I did not know this is what I was going to do. I thought I was going to do like bicep curls and like lunges, but yeah. So it is a class for all skill levels in Olympic weightlifting. And we go over the squat, the overhead squat, snatching and clean and jerks in every single class. So we have an hour, it is programmed. You know, I try to shove everything into an hour, but you will snatch and you will clean and jerk or clean in every single class. And you're sitting and resting half of the class. You're doing a couple reps and you're sitting down and you're resting. So if you're someone who's like, I just need to sweat. And a lot of people do come to the class one time and they're like, oh no, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I thought. I will get you through your first class, but it's not a class where you're going to be like huffing and puffing. Right. Like our training. That's, that's not the purpose of the class. Yeah. Yeah. The purpose of the class is super technical. I mean, obviously to throw a barbell over your head, there's a lot of technique involved. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just a super really fun class. And I think a lot of people, you know, that take build because we do clean and jerks and build and we do thrusters and yeah. build. Um, we do dumbbell snatches. We do overhead squats now. Um, I think now people that we're doing like, you know, we're squat cleaning and build now. I just call it clean, but you call it squat clean. So I'm going to say squat clean. Um, I think people are like, oh crap. I don't actually know the difference between a power clean and a squat clean. I mean, people, I'm going to say Sean Sperling. Sean Sperling has been doing this for I don't know how many years, and I don't think he could tell you the difference between a power <laughs> clean and a hang power clean. You know, right. it's right. everything is so technical in its yeah. term. Um, you, you, there's, there's three days where you're actually we have the classes, but you're also programming homework for this as well, right? Yeah. So there's the lift class, which is free to all of our limitless members. So like this is super important. It is free to all of our limitless members, but um, if you, I have a lot of people that want to pursue weightlifting on its own and take it to competition. There's a lot of people that do want to compete in the sport of weightlifting. And yes, it's a sport. So unlike build, and this is why I tell a lot of the people that come to my class for the first time. So unlike build, unlike train, unlike sprint, oh, sprint, maybe so forth, so like track and field, maybe it's an actual sport where you compete. So yeah. I have, you know, I had Zach. I have Carson and Paige, and then I have Anna, um, all that compete in the sport of weightlifting. And so you need to do more than three days of an hour. Right. So sure. Program for those people, five days of programming that is barbell work, accessory work, stretching, um, core work, stability work. Um, so they can get better at the sport of weightlifting. So that's what the Barbell Club is. It's an extra $10 a month for those limitless members. And it just kind of gives them a program in four to five week cycles, kind of tapering them into competition. Great. So right now we're actually week one, we're, doing a, we're just doing a one week taper actually for Anna and Carson for a meet that's going to be next Saturday. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's been really exciting for me because we just started the athletic sponsorship program, obviously. Yeah. And the weightlifting competitions has given us a very natural yeah. path to, to launch that. So I'm super excited to support people and to, you know, to help them with the entrance freeze and with, with the gear that they need um, and with your coaching, obviously. Yeah. Um, why do you think, why now? Why do you think this is a good time to do this? There, there's a, that's a, that's a good question. And, you know, I've wanted to do this for years. I've talked to you guys for years about like, oh, you know what, we need to get like together a team and like do this and do this and do this. But I think as I'm, you know, I'm a 36 year old coach and like in the world of coaching, I guess that's not that old, but you know, I, I have to do this for the love of the sport. And I'm like, I, I want people to enjoy it as much as I do. And there's, you know, I think having lift three days a week is great and having um, the RX class and having the build class is great, but you know, we really need technical coaches out there. Yeah. And especially technical women coaches. Like women in coaching is like really like not present right now in weightlifting, it's getting better. But like, for example, so I took Zach to a meet um, a month ago and I was in the back coaching Zach. Like there's a bunch, the warm-up area before you go out onto the platform. And, you know, I was back there with Zach amongst someone on the USA board of directors, Sean Waxman. I think he just stepped down like that week actually, but like one of the best weightlifting coaches in our nation. Like, and I had an athlete, you know, right there with him. So to be a woman and to be able to coach someone, um, amongst the best coaches, amongst the best athletes, I feel like for me, I'm just like, okay, this is what a woman can do. Like, and also coaching a man, you know what I mean? And coaching yeah. a man. Yeah. yeah. And that's, really really and Zach and Mo wrote a really sweet post where we were just Kyle captured a really cute moment of us sitting in the back and you know it's really heartfelt but it's like it's really really for me it's like I'm fucking gonna do this I'm gonna I'm gonna get Anna to nationals you know Anna has her own programming she's really really in the sport of CrossFit yeah. But she's like, I want to see if I can get to national. So she's not necessarily following my programming. She's going to follow my taper into her next meet because she lifts every fucking day. But um, she does need a coach day of, you know, she's, you know, you need, a, you need a coach. It's one of those sports where you can't just show up and be like, okay, I guess this is what I'm going to yeah, put yeah. on the box. You, you need someone to be watching you. Yeah. Well, this, this, bring, this brings us naturally to a question I was going to ask later, but what I've noticed is that this, your your class your barber club has been extremely popular with women like more popular with women than it has been with with men yeah. why do you think olympic lifting in particular is so popular with women at our club or you know broadly you know I think there's a couple things i think it's really empowering to have like you know a barbell over your head um it looks really cool i think the main thing is it's technical so like our brains are like, okay, I don't just want to lift weight and feel the contraction of the muscle and just do yeah. it just for like a pump. I want to do it for like sport. Like I want to actually see myself getting better at something. So it's the same reason why people like will, I don't think women run marathons more than men, but it's like having a goal 
to do something. So it's like that marathon at the end of like a training season. Mm -hmm. um, what I've, I've noticed over the years that if, 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 if a female has maybe had a, had a dancing background or some kind of like, oh, yeah. um, you know, a sport that requires grace and movement yeah. and that kind of thing, that it's a very natural progression to go into weightlifting. Although, you know, obviously it's about lifting weight and so forth. Yeah. There's a certain art to it. There's a certain grace to it. There's a mobility to it that that appeals to it to, you know, guys as well. But I, I've noticed that it really does. It has an artist an artist artistry to it that that seems to appeal to women a lot. So like uh, the Maddie Rogers, which is um, our Olympian. Yeah. She was a cheerleader. She was a competitive mm. cheerleader. So you yeah. have to, you know, she, I think she said she was a stunter. So she lifted other women up, you know? So naturally she's super strong with her legs, but she's also understands the choreography of cheerleading. Um, weightlifting is choreography. So yeah. if you're my athlete, so Paige, for example, she was a ballerina. So Paige did ballet for a long time. So Paige is really good at taking choreography. Mm. Another example would be like me, I'm a soccer player. So I played soccer growing up. Um, I have that fast twitch. So I'm really good at exploding underneath the bar, mm. but I think the and I, in that Bob Takana, who's a weightlifting coach here in yep. LA, um, he said something to me when I went to him back in 2014, he said to me, he's like, I can tell you're an athlete. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because you, I see you watching others and you can just mimic what they're doing. So, and I've kind of taken that and like, he's right. Like the best athletes can watch others and perform. So like in class, sometimes I'm like, okay, we're all gonna go individually and we're all going to watch because by watching others, we get better. So wow. Instagram, for example, a lot of people on Instagram um, like post their lifting videos and like, yeah, it's kind of cringeworthy but like also a lot of people learn a lot from like watching sure. yeah. I, Maddie Rogers, people like that and watching like the videos, hook grips videos. He posts videos in slow motion. A lot of athletes learn from other athletes. And I think a lot of women learn from watching others. Well, it, and it's a, fun, it's a fun thing to watch. I mean, uh, I've been to, I've been, I've been to the CrossFit games and honestly, the only things that were, that were interesting to watch are things like snatch ladders, yeah. human drag ladders. Yeah. Uh, one round max cleans, one round max jerks, or like sprint stuff. I think stuff that's explosive and happens quickly. Exactly. Stuff that goes on for like 20 minutes, like it's boring to watch unless it's like explosive and artistic and like, oh my God, like. Like watching someone run do Murph. Yeah, like it's boring. 35 minutes of just like watching someone, like it's not fun. And I think that's, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's why CrossFit didn't become as big as it right and it's really not it's, friendly. it's not good to watch yeah it's not fun to yeah. watch it's fun it's to do fun to watch yeah yeah what's so. it's fun to do or it's you know fun if exactly. you know people in it but like as a as a spectator sport in general it's You're it's like, more fun to watch yeah. um although I, I do believe it has given the, the sport of olympic weightlifting a lot more attention and a lot more people are doing it because of that you know exactly yeah i think i'm like a rare exception i actually started in weightlifting before I got into CrossFit. I actually moved into CrossFit because the gym I was going to at the time in like 2011 didn't have bumper plates. 
Oh, oh, yeah. I was just going there doing bodybuilding stuff and like an older Armenian man actually was like, hey, you'd be good at this. So he, sh I didn't know what the clean and jerk and the snatch was. And he was right. like, he showed me at like a Globo gym and I kind of was like, oh crap. And I needed coaching. And so I fell into CrossFit that way. Um, but I think it's usually the opposite. People start doing CrossFit and they're like, oh shit. I want to do weightlifting side of it and not the metabolic conditioning side of it what do you think has been because I, I don't want to do that either <laughs> you mentioned maddie like do you have any other like who are your kind of like inspiring figures in weightlifting or what really inspired you to do it for me for me it's taking my body to its like maximum athleticism. Like not necessarily like, like I see Maddie Rogers, I see Cat and I, and I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are amazing. But I know I can't do that. I'm not gonna lift, I'm not gonna clean and jerk 300 pounds, but I know what I can do and what I'm capable of. And I, I think that's my biggest inspiration is myself, is just seeing what I can do. And I think that is the, what I, coming all full circle here is like that post-cancer is like staying in my own lane and um, head down and putting in the work and then just seeing what yeah. I physically can do. You know what I love about uh, Olympic weightlifting is it's a very like finite thing as in like you either lifted it or you didn't lift it. Yes, yes. you can have good lifts and bad lifts. Yeah. But there's no, there's no hiding from it. There's no like gaming it. Like it's no. either, it either happens or it doesn't. So you get like, an immediate answer as to how strong you are or how capable exactly. you are. Yeah. And you know, for a lot of the newer lifters, and I say probably 95% of my class is newer lifters, novice lifters, you know, a lot of them, because they do take build, they do take RX, they're very strong. I have some women in this, that class, like um, Christina Mulder, Sarah Crampton, these women are freaking strong, but the technique side of it is missing. Mm. Sarah Crampton is very, very, very mobile. So she's able to find herself in like crazy positions and save lifts. But you know, Christina Mulder isn't, but she's very strong. So she can kind of manipulate herself, but the technique is missing. So she, she falls out of it a little bit. And um, I've always said to her, I was like, you're going to be very, 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 very good at CrossFit. Like Christina is going to be very good at CrossFit. Like two years, like homegirl's going to go like, right. but you know, her lifting because she is so strong and doesn't have the technique that's why they come to lift just to get that yeah. much better to be one percent better than the next person do you find that women that come in to lift are better at it than men purely because they have better mobility and I've, i know for like for myself and for a lot of guys like in my position who have my kind of training history or my kind of age will always struggle will always struggle with the mobility side of it yeah, and mobility and ego. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the two things. So like men will come in and I'm like, you know, today we're doing like seven sets of two snatches at 60%. All across, 60%. So 60% of your snatch is nothing. You can do that without even right. like thinking about it, okay? But the guys will always add a little <laughs> more weight, you know? Like putting, yeah. like not thinking about the... um reason why I program seven sets of two at 60% about all of your pull 
pulling positions and staying connected to the bar and like moving your feet and pressing properly. They just want to keep adding that weight. And, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of it is, I think it's more ego than mobility because mobility you can work on. Right. If you want it, you can work on your mobility. Yeah. If you, you want it. You can work on ego as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. I hope a lot of the men listening to this can work on their ego as well. <laughs> I mean, it took me a long time to work on my ego. And like, you guys remember me in 2017, I was a little brat, you know, I was really a little thought I was hot shit. And you know what? Like no one's invincible. And so you just really have to work on yourself to be in a sport like weightlifting because it is all blood, sweat, and tears. And I say that a lot to my people. I'm like, you'll have days, good days are few and far between. Like I probably have one good snatch day once a month. Right. Like where it's like every lift is beautiful. And then the rest is me just working, 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 working. And so like I'm chasing that once a month. Yeah. So it's kind of like a drug, I guess. Now that I say it, it's a little bit like, you know, you're chasing that high. Yeah. Because you know you are getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell us about, so how many competitions have we done so far with the Barbell Club? Is it three or is it? So we've done so. So the Barbell Club, we just affiliated with USA Weightlifting, which is great. I think we should right. be getting a USA banner. They said they're shipping it, so hopefully we'll say USA Weightlifting and show like the jerking person and, and they'll say Ferris Barbell Club. Um, well, we've done. Carson had a meet in November. Paige and Carson had a meet mm. in January. Zach had a meet in April. We have Carson, hopefully Paige and Anna doing a meet next weekend. Anna has a chance of going to nationals in July. So if that, if we make, if she, she has to hit 166 kilos, which she has her lifts individually, she has 166, but you know, game days, right. You know, your whole world's rocked when you're there. Um, so we'll see 166 and then hopefully nationals in July. Um, nationals in July would be huge for Pharaoh's Barbell Club. It'll be huge for me as a coach. Um, and just, you know, there's no barbell clubs. I mean, I think there are some, but most of them, like Sean Waxman's gym, he closed it down. That was in Lawndale, which is like um, South Bay. Oh, he closed that down? Yeah, he's gone. So he's in Utah. So that's gone. Waxman's gone. Takano's way out in West Valley. So that's too far. Um, SoCal Weightlifting's in Newport Beach. Um, Left Coast Weightlifting's in Laguna Beach. There is nothing in our area. Yeah, which is great for us. Yeah, which is great for us. There's smaller clubs. Like Trojan has a club. There's smaller clubs that have been around. But like, um, I think if you really want... I mean, I'm not like tooting my own horn, but like, if you really want, like, look, I'm not saying I'm the best coach. I'm probably not the best coach, but if you want someone that's performing in the sport with you, which I am, and I think a lot of coaches don't, I think they grow out of it. They get hurt. Like, but like the camaraderie of our class of our lift class in the barbell club, I think is going to be something, something really special. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, so weightlifting is a, you know, it's an individual pursuit. Yeah. You know, but you need sport. a team, otherwise it's. But the, the spirit of the team and the camaraderie like, that you're talking about, 
you know, and it's the same thing I say with all classes, like you always perform better when you're amongst your peers and you're all pushing each other and bouncing off each other's energy. And like you said, you're watching each other, watching each other perform. You're taking yeah. cues from that and you're learning. Yeah. Like that's invaluable. If you were just people cheering for you, like just yeah. everything, just like having the camaraderie of it has yeah. even if you were even if someone was following your programming to a T yeah. that were just at home in their garage doing it on yeah. their own, I guarantee they would yeah. not get as much progress as quickly. I agree with that too. Like I did Cal Strength Masters through the pandemic and I loved it, but you know, I was alone in my garage. Yeah. And it's hard. I, you know, it was during the peak of the pandemic. So like I didn't, no one had a choice at the, but I feel like if there's a lot of people out there that are still working out in their garages and looking for a program, I think this would be it. I'm like really trying to like, uh, since we're only a weekend to train heroic on here, I am really trying to push people to post videos, to chat mm. so we can like really communicate. Um, I mean, even if it is just through like a social interface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just really trying to push it um, because I know when I was training alone, I needed that. Yeah, you need interaction for sure. Yeah, and I, I talked to my good friends, Jeremy and Leandro, who I crossfitted with at CrossFit Mindset. They're in Atlanta now. They have a weightlifting club at their gym and their coach is a woman coach and she actually was on the Olympic team. I don't That's know if she ended up going to the Olympics, but I know she was at the training center in Colorado for the Olympic team years ago. And they say, they say the same thing. They're like, she reminds us a lot of you. They're like, they're like, you got this. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, you know, I agree. Like knowing you as a person, I actually yeah. think that your role and your, and this sport, like in your personality, it's, it's really a perfect marriage. Yeah. Um, because you are a very technical coach. You're a, you are fucking bossy, which you have yeah. to be in this sport. <laughs> you, um, you don't take any shit from anybody. You're not afraid no, to speak to anybody. Like, and, I feel like they all, like, I'm like their mom. I feel like I'm like their mom. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly like what I you treat are. them yeah. like I treat my son, which is yeah. hilarious, but it's true. Well, but that's what you, you need. You need someone to be direct, someone to give you direct feedback, someone yeah. to not fluff their words and be like, you need to do this and you need to do it now. And it's like, yeah. okay, mom, yeah. it's like, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, do, I do feel like you've really found your your place with this. I know, 36 um, years and I I feel, I, I agree. I'm like, I thought about this last night. I'm like, even because I kind of forgot I was doing this podcast today. Um, last night, I was like, how lucky I am to have be able for you and Emily and Pharaohs to give me this opportunity to kind of build outside of your community, which you guys have built huge, like you guys have a huge, huge community, but like me to build my little weightlifting club inside of something that's so huge and so amazing and so nourishing that I just felt so much um love last night I like thought about this last night I am sick so I'm a little emotional but I was like, <laughs> yeah. more emotional than normal but like I was like oh what an amazing well for me it was always for me it was the always the goal was to build a facility in which great coaches could thrive yeah because if great coaches can thrive then it's going to bring in, you know, good business because people want to be around great coaches, yep. whether it be weightlifting, whether it be CrossFit, whether it be bodybuilding, whether it be strength training, yep. whether it be boxing, whether it be Muay Thai, whatever it is, um, you know, if you can provide 
the, the space and the quality uh, and everything a good coach needs to thrive, then it's only good for business, but it's also good for humanity, right? It's good yeah. for mental health. It's good for spirit. And, you know, and that's, that's what's really important. Like the more positive effects we can have on more people in any of these fields, yeah. the better the gym is as an entity, the better I feel as, you know, as a gym owner, like yeah. I want to affect people in a positive way. I want people to you know, in years to come, like in 50 years, I want people to look back and think, do you remember Ferris Athletic Club? Wasn't that fucking awesome? Like what, what an awesome time we had when we were all just like- There's a, no doubt in my mind, I mean, 50 years, 50 years, yeah. Okay, let's say 50 years. There's no doubt in my mind that Pharaohs won't be here in 50 years. If it's just the one athletic club in Echo Park, or if it's multiple clubs all around the world, or if it's, something weird and like virtual at that time in 50 years. I don't know where fitness is going, but like, you know, I think that it's, I've worked on multiple gyms. Um, it's definitely something different. Yeah, it's it, is. Different. it is. And, and it's kind of happened, you know, somewhat purposefully, but somewhat by trial and error and somewhat by accident. But, you know, I always just go back to, it just all comes down to great people, like people like yourself and, you know, all the great coaches we have and the great community we have, as long as we can keep fostering that and keep, you know, growing that and supporting that, um, you know, there's no reason why it, it won't keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, so we've got these great uh, events coming up. You've obviously, you've talked about like your love of this and, and so forth, but ultimately what is your, what is your purpose for this? And what would be like the ultimate kind of dream for you with this, with this program? Wouldn't it just be like to have multiple athletes competing in the sport and, and so yeah, there's multiple there. I, I, I think about this. So there's multiple things. So, you know, mul multiple athletes besides just Anna, because, you know, I can say like, I got Anna to be at fucking nationals, but I did not Anna works out on her right. own. Like Anna's just a different beast. I'm just kind of helping her get there. Um, but like taking someone like Sarah Crampton, for example, and being like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. Let's like, you know, like someone like that has like no radar. Well, it's like Carson, it's like Carson's story, right? Like Carson yeah. basically started exactly. this thing off. Carson yeah. was the first person to compete. And what a great fucking story that she was the first. Yep. Um, having never done anything like that before in her life. Yeah. And she's just um, every, every every day she's just puts in all of the hard work and she yeah. has a lot of bad days yeah we yeah. have me and her and Paige have like a text thread that we text about their training sessions and you know but then she has really good days so yeah. it's like i said blood sweat and tears and carson's yeah. putting in the work and it's gonna show but yeah, yeah so, so the ultimate goal is multiple people of nationals level. I mean, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate goal is probably getting someone to the Olympics, but yeah. like, I need like a, probably a 12 year old or something. So <laughs> um, but there's no reason why not, right? There is absolutely no reason why not. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why not. There's, you know, I don't think my kid is going to be the kid that I take to the Olympics, unfortunately, <laughs> but it might be Wyatt. Might be uh, Wyatt. He's savage. Yeah. So I think another really cool thing would be like, uh, I mean, like a Pharaoh's Annex, where it would be like an off-premise weightlifting site. 
would yeah. be really cool like something like that i've always thought would be cool so just like a strictly weightlifting gym like a small four platform something like that you know what you would still need though uh, i do think about this but you would still need i still believe you would need like an accessory room yeah you you do and like if you go to socal weightlifting space they kind of have that so they have like platforms they have long wooden platforms but they do they have like kind of a shed right that yeah. has all the accessory stuff bikes cables all of that kind of stuff yeah and even stuff like a leg press like stuff like that has oh yeah for sure value, you know yeah and that um i mean bless its heart the atp the athletic training platform yeah like I love that thing um it's not for the um faint of heart or the basic gym goer but someone like in weightlifting that you know maybe you're nursing a back injury yeah. maybe you can't bear weight on your spine right now but you still got to build your legs there yeah. are things that you yeah. you know that Besides are that, that pendulum squat you know this pendulum is squat, yeah. squats, like all these things have have yep have great benefit and have great need at certain times yeah. um you know i know the pri priority will always be squats front squats yep. back squats but you know, you need that accessory stuff in there at some point. Exactly. Sure. Yep. Um, all right, Robin. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and and, uh, and joining me with this. I'm so excited about this program. I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited about everything you're doing. Um, I love it. I love you. Um, and, you know, I can only see it growing and getting better and seeing more and more people get involved. Um, I always say, like, I think the perfect program for me is, like, probably three to four days bodybuilding a week. Yeah two to three days Olympic lifting a week, and then probably two CrossFit side workouts yeah. a week. So that's what I'm striving to in, in the future. So I want to get more and more and more involved with this program. Yeah. And now that like, you have access to that program, you have access to those five days. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I just got to figure out, I've got to figure out my, my schedule a bit better. I, I think you're doing a fantastic job. I'm super grateful for you. I'm super grateful for the program. Okay. I'm super grateful. Uh, and I want to let everyone know and remind everybody that we do have this athletic sponsorship program now. So if you are competing in the sport, if you do need help with um, entrance fees and so forth, and with Robin as a coach, uh, we will help you with that financially. Um, so you can email email us info at farisathleticclub.com and you know ask about the sponsorship program. Uh, like I said, we, we're trying to encourage as many people as possible to participate, to enter into events. We believe it's a really good way to keep motivated and um, to give you a reason to train, a purpose to train for. So a purpose. Always, you know, even if you're like just starting out, just fucking sign up for something. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? It doesn't That's matter. What I tell everyone. I'm like, who cares if you come in last? Yeah. Like, who cares? I don't care. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Robin, how can people uh, get out there on that platform? Like, I don't like doing it. I wouldn't do it. Right. Mm -mm. I, was, I was just thinking a second ago when we were talking about Anna, I was thinking, can you imagine that everyone's there and Anna walks out onto that program, uh, that podium, and they're gonna look at it and think, "Holy fuck!" I know this person is gonna be awesome. Well, <laughs> such a specimen. About Anna too is like, you know, she's gonna be in a singlet, so her body's covered. Like you can see yeah. her arms, but like she's teeny. She's a fifty-nine kilo weightlifter, which is one hundred and thirty pounds, and that girl's fucking snatching one seventy. She's yeah. clean and jerking two fifteen. Like she is. Yeah, she's a she's well, a freak. To be reckoned with, and I would love Anna to quit CrossFit and just weight lift, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
Maybe she will. If she I goes mean, to the nationals, still needed both. So yeah, yeah, that's true. But maybe yeah. if she goes to nationals, she'll she'll get the bug and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Um, Robin, uh, where's the best place to reach you? How can people uh, connect with you? Well, connect with me through either my Instagram, which is at almost Robin Lifts, and then Pharaoh's Barbell Club. So it's at Pharaoh's Barbell Club Instagram. Follow me. I'm posting videos every day on our feed through the reels. And then also in our stories, like yesterday I posted like a barbell warm up. So there's really good things on there, um, especially for the novice lifter. Yeah, you're doing a great job with Instagram. I have to say it's, hey, uh, it's been, it's been great to see. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it up. All right, okay. Robin. Well, thank you so much. We love Bye. you. And uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys, that's it for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back with you soon. Uh, come see us, Daddy in 16 Glendale Boulevard, at Barras Echo Park on Instagram. And yeah, hope to connect with you soon. Take care, bye.